in three, two, one. You mind yours, and I'll mind mine. Welcome back. Welcome, well not welcome back it is welcome it's welcome it's our first episode our first real episode pilot doesn't count yeah pilot doesn't count so welcome welcome to to mine yours mine yours our first episode um where we will be talking about how past relationships have affected us and how they continue to affect us today i'm nina i'm peyton and we're ready to talk and we're ready to talk so i hope you're ready to listen because we got some great points on the agenda and we hope that maybe this really resonates with you, give you maybe a different point of view that you didn't know before, but we hope that you're coming with clear mind and clear spirits, because yeah. that's all we got over here. So, um, just to start it off, I had a very toxic first relationship. Well, um, we both did, actually, and yeah. I think that's really why we're friends, for real. No, that's really how it all started, but um let's give him a name yo-yo sounds good yo-yo. to me okay um but yo-yo and i dated for two and a half years um and me and my toxic boyfriend dated for two and a half years too so crazy crazy were they the same person i don't know <laughs> uh but they were just well mine was very manipulative and toxic and oh my so- god mine <laughs> shut the front door <laughs> okay but so how has that past relationship um, specifically it being toxic has affected me is with just confronting my own emotions. Um, when trying to talk to him about how I was feeling, he used to constantly shut me down just to miss what I was saying, to miss how I was feeling, say I'm like overreacting and, um, things of that nature. And so now, um, even with like friendships or relationships today, I second guess my emotions and feel like maybe I'm overreacting when maybe I'm just reacting. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah, and I think it's difficult, especially when you're younger and it's your first relationship Mm -hmm. and, you know, you don't really know much about yourself. I think you can know yourself to an extent, but to know yourself within a relationship is completely different. And especially when you're so young, well, we were, what, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, like, those are very formative years. So I think to be put in such a toxic situation so young, there's obviously going to be adverse effects in our lives today, whether that be in another relationship or another friendship or whatever it may be. But I think for me, the biggest thing that I've had to confront, even within just this past year, which goes to show how much it can affect you down the line, because we broke up with them, you know, however long ago. But I'm not great at communicating my feelings, honestly. And it's not even that I don't know how I'm feeling. It's not that I can't identify what made me upset. I feel like that I'm pretty good at. I am just so untrusting of people to be receptive to what I have to say. Because when I was in a relationship with that guy, we're going to name him Eggs. When I was dating Eggs in Mm -hmm. high school, he yelled a lot. And that forced me to just shut down. Like, I wouldn't hear anything he was saying. I felt like he was yelling because he didn't feel like I was hearing him. And it was just a colossal mess every time we had conflict. So I just resorted to keeping things to myself Mm -hmm. and making myself feel better instead of confiding in somebody else. Yeah, I completely get that. Another thing that I feel like um, has definitely affected me is like, my trust Mm -hmm. when I give it Mm -hmm. how I give it Mm -hmm. and how much I give Mm -hmm. I think that it completely took a toll on that as just as far as like trusting him with how I felt trusting him with my emotions um and then also 
trusting him to stay loyal, mm-hmm. him having trust in me. He, um, YOLO, YOYO, whatever we're calling him, he did not trust me my entire relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you guys, I was loyal, loyal. Mm. I was loyal. And he had zero trust in me. And you should have so, cheated. <laughs> I should have cheated, is what I'm saying. But that just, like put such a control around me mm-hmm. um, because he couldn't trust me, quote unquote. And so he always had to be in control of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, like, I know 110% I will never let myself be in a position again to get controlled mm-hmm. or being controlled of. Mm-hmm. Like, no one will ever have control over me again mm-hmm. in that way. And so as far as, like, trust goes, when it goes to, like, giving it, I'm very hesitant mm-hmm. on giving it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I was a very, um, just like open person, very personable, um, especially like bef- prior to this relationship. And I used, my mom used to always say like, Nina, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to know how you're feeling, what you're thinking. It's written all over you. And now I haven't heard her say that in years. And I think especially since we were so young and it was such an innocent love, like you really go in just, with your heart fully open, like, ready Mm -hmm. to invest in another person. And, like, I loved that boy hard. Like, I loved him to the best way that I probably will ever love a person because it was so innocent. Mm -hmm. And since, like, in my relationship, I got cheated on. So it's like you lose, like, a completely different level of trust. And Mm -hmm. to, like, be able to love someone as innocently and as full in as I did, I don't see happening until very, very far down the line. Because Mm -hmm. it's like... Now there are so many stages a person is going to have to pass for me to put that trust and investment in a person. Because at the end of the day, a relationship is an investment. It's an investment not only financially, but emotionally and mentally. So it's like you're choosing someone to be an addition to your life for the rest of your life. And you have to be careful. Like in any instance, like allowing someone in your space, in your circle, close to you, I'm just automatically just going to be on the defense now because it's like I've loved someone so much and they still turned around and hurt me so it's like how are you any different yeah and I just feel like there's also just layers to people and layers to friendships and layers to relationships as far as like like you need to also be able to weed out those bad apples Mm -hmm. because like the things that we went through I think are going to make us more aware of the qualities the the tone the language that people use to manipulate you to try to control you to try to put you down and i know that we are going to be stronger because we know those signs Mm -hmm. and um i think we'll be able to better navigate future relationships and friendships Um, well that's always the hope that is that is the hope and i feel i feel like you really can't test yourself until you're put in those positions and at least for me as of recently i've been failing like i have Mm -hmm. been failing i haven't been sticking true to my boundaries and sticking true to myself and there's a quote or a scripture or something. I'm not religious by any means. But it goes along the lines of God will keep sending you the same battle over and over again because you haven't conquered it in the way that you need to. So I feel like that's something that I see in my day-to-day life and my relationships and the things that I've been exploring within my time in college is like I'm still facing these same toxic habits I had in my past relationship because I haven't fixed those things within myself yet. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like in the beginning, I felt like these are only things that I can fix in a relationship. Like, I won't know how to change these habits if I'm not 
talking to a guy. And I feel like it may be even so much deeper than that because I keep running into the same problem. So it's like, take a step back, take a look in the mirror. Why do you keep contributing the same problem to different people? Like it's like different people keep putting it in my life and I'm still like running into the same habits over and over and over again. Now, do you think it's like the habits that these other people are displaying or do you think it's the habits that you are displaying? I think it's the habits that I'm displaying because I think the people that I've associated with on a romantic level are very different personality wise. Mm -hmm. And I think that I still have toxic tendencies from my old relationships and even I have down on here on my notes insecurities that I have from that past relationships that I haven't confronted within myself so I'm still reverting back to those bad habits because it's like the person that I was when I was with eggs versus the person that I am now are two completely different people but for whatever reason like these insecurities are still lingering and I haven't confronted them and I haven't healed them in the proper way Mm -hmm. now I do think at times there could be triggering actions within a person that will remind me of eggs and that on top of my own personal healing that I need to do I think just creates a whole big problem a whole big problem right and it's just just like issue just issue on top of issue on top of issue and it's just like we gotta skirt away from that and I'm feeling that like you explaining earlier how he would yell a lot and for me um yo-yo would yell a lot and Mm -hmm. that does not in any sort of way ever make me want to tell you what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling and if you if I know that I'm gonna go to you and express my feelings or emotions or whatever and you're gonna yell I'm never gonna want to do it again never so I feel like maybe that is also in your situation you know when you get those like actions it's making Mm -hmm. you want to like retreat and then also now you want to play defense Mm -hmm. because before we weren't playing defense Mm -hmm. like we were like not protecting ourselves at all we Mm -hmm. were just getting bombarded with this Mm -hmm. nonsense and I think maybe that's what you're um just like displaying in these and I think definitely another another point to bring up is like the insecurities so with having him cheat on me and then being gaslit into thinking that it was my fault. Like, he would always tell me, like, oh, well, then what is Peyton not doing that I have to go and talk to other girls? Like, what void are they filling that you're not doing? And that is such a terrible thing to tell a person, first of all, because we're in a committed relationship. Break up with me if that's how bad the void is. Like, leave me, what? first of all. And so my relationships now just constantly make me insecure like I'm not doing I'm not doing enough so I need like literally constant reassurance that I'm doing good like I just need that validation that's why I think I'm my love language has because I think think definitely acts of services up there but words of affirmation that really can do it for me like just to know that I'm doing a good job and I'm doing like what I need to do to keep us in harmony I Mm -hmm. feel like which I think can even still be a problem because it's like, why don't I know that on my own? Like, why don't I know that these actions will result in a happy, healthy relationship? Like, why do I still need that affirmation from that person? Because mm-hmm. it literally has to be constant or I'll go crazy. And I feel like that's where, um, when we were talking earlier about you never really having that break to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um My timeline with like Yo-Yo, um, we dated for two and a half years. We broke up. I got in a little, like, situationship fling maybe, like, half a month or more later, like, a month later. And then I was single for, and I've been single ever since. I've had Mm -hmm. on and off flings, um, situationships, 
friends with benefits, all the mm-hmm. jazz. But I've never I I haven't been in a serious committed relationship since yo yo. But Peyton, on the other hand, went <laughs> she's from active eggs to just it just was just seemed like you never had like time to yourself mm-hmm. to figure out how to love yourself mm-hmm. to just figure all those things out and I think that's very necessary after a relationship um especially uh, one that took an emotional toll mm-hmm. um just to be able to find yourself and reconnect with yourself mm-hmm. um because it could be so mentally taxing mm-hmm. that you just need that time to really like how do I make myself happy mm-hmm. before I go and try to make another person happy mm-hmm. um and I think that's very important just um in general yeah, and I think that's definitely something that I respect of you or I admire of you is that you are very independent. Like, you're sure of yourself. You know what you want. And, like, if you want it, like, nothing's going to get in your way of stopping it. And, like, I think that you're very good at keeping yourself in check. And, like, I just admire that about you because sometimes I think I can go a little haywire. And I think that's why um, I'm not trying to, you know, eat you up right now, but I think that's why, like, when things go awry or you feel like you need that validation is because you are not internally um satisfied like satisfied with mm-hmm. um not necessarily with yourself but just to, enough to like enough he doesn't for have me to, to tell question me, it exactly like right. you, you just want to be secure mm-hmm. enough for it's like he doesn't have to tell me how like mm-hmm. that he thinks i'm the prettiest person or this mm-hmm. this and that because i know already mm-hmm. um i know that oh yeah for sure so things and of I, that nature and especially at any point in your life when you just have a, another addition to you like you're gonna be worried about them and i think that i have just never been the priority like yeah when you have another person that you're romantically involved with like obviously they're gonna take up space in your mind mm-hmm. so it's like for you when you didn't have it it was all your energy and all your attention was going to yourself yeah. as of where mine was maybe split and maybe that split wasn't always even and it was more to them one day and then maybe more to myself the other day and just that yeah. constant roller coaster didn't allow the space for like true growth and true like just getting back in touch with who I was because like I said I'm a completely different person like yeah. I really didn't even get the, to take the time to get to know the new Peyton before jumping back into something romantic yeah and I also just feel like you and myself included are just very giving people Mm. like in any relationship whether that's friendship or romantically like um we give a lot of ourselves Mm -hmm. um to the people we care about and so I think that's why like you're always gonna give Mm -hmm. 110 Mm percent um so yeah I just think that's why you're probably just it's so just impartial it's nine out of ten you're always gonna give more right Um, um I also saw this quote though that said that you can tell how much a person loves themselves by whom they date. Yes, and, and I love this one. I need this posted in my room, actually. <laughs> and, like, put it on your ceiling. So when you wake up, you this see this. This is the first thing I see every morning. Who you pick to date or even associate, associate with. with. It's a reflection tell, of you. It's a reflection of you. You are your company, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. And I also feel like, like... For me, like, I am now so very picky on mm-hmm. what I want, and I know what I deserve. Mm-hmm. Like, and the other saying, if he wants to, he will. If mm-hmm. he wanted to, he's going to do it. Right. If boys he, are not stupid. Boys are not stupid. If they wanted to, they would. If you were the right girl, they would. Yeah, like. If they're not doing it, you're not the right girl. Like, come on. If they wanted to, they would. Right. Or maybe not the right person for them or whatever. But you need to, one, always respect yourself. Because at the end of the day, 
You got to look out for yourself. Nobody else is going to. You got to. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like my past relationships, just to connect everything, it made me lose respect for myself. Mm -hmm. And and now Mm. I'm never letting that happen again. Yes. A thousand percent. Because when I would tell you about the things that were happening and I'm telling the story, I'm like, this is so embarrassing to tell another human being. Like, I let this person treat me like this for two and a half years consistently. Like, it was good maybe the first six months. I'll give him the first six months. After that, I should have left. And over and over again, I forgave him. I came back. I wasn't strong enough in myself to walk away. Mm -hmm. And when I finally walked away, I felt like the most powerful person in the world. Like, I felt untouchable. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody could hurt me. Like, I left this man that I thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life. Fuck you. (laughs) Literally, get out of here. And I just feel like you made me so weak. And I just, like, I look back and that's why I'm like, I'm not that person by Mm -hmm. any means. Mm -hmm. Because I was so weak. Mm-hmm. You could tell me something and it's done. Right. Consider it done. Yes. And now I know that I'm never going to be in a position like that again. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to let anyone treat me like that again. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stay strong to what I want and what I need. Mm. And if not, if you ain't given what you need to give. Exactly. I'm going to leave. They're an addition. They, they need to be an addition to whatever you already got going on. They don't need to be the reason why xyz happens do that anyways you know like get your bag anyways go to the gym anyways ace all your classes anyways like don't do it because of another person exactly i also feel like sometimes you don't necessarily recognize that you're in a toxic relationship while you're actually in one i think that it takes the conversation of me being like hey Nina, this is what's happening. And you're like, yeah, that's toxic. Because you want to see the best in the person that you're with. Especially, Mm -hmm. like, once you've made that agreement to, you're my boyfriend and I'm your girlfriend. Or you're my partner and you're my partner. Like, once you've made that agreement, to me at least, that is sacred. Like, that is like, we're going to get through anything. We're going to push through anything. Like, I'm going to trust you. You're going to trust me. I'm giving my all. Like, Like you're two people committing to each other. Exactly. So... If we're going through bumps in the road, it may be toxic, but to me, my mentality is always going to be, we're going to get through this. Like, we're going Mm -hmm. to push through this. So, unless my partner's cheating on me, I really don't want to run for the hills because it's like, we've, not even that we've put in so much because time is never a reason to stay with somebody, but it's just because we both agreed that we were going to get into a relationship and it was going to be rough. So... Sometimes that can be a really fine line to walk. I agree. I think, like, at least for me, like, once I decided to commit to this person, I I keep things to myself. Uh, my mom always told me that my relationship is with, you know, Yo-Yo or with this other person. It's mm-hmm. not with, with you and with him and with them and, you know, my friend over here, my mm-hmm. neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's not with all of them. Mm-hmm. They don't need to know my business. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, like, that was so ingrained in me and I never wanted to tell people what was going on. Mm-hmm. I knew that regardless of the situation that I felt uncomfortable, didn't like it, whatever the behaviors that were we that were, were still going to be that together. That we were going to be together and I was going to make it either work or tell him I was feeling some type of way. So once I started, and I didn't start... Like, I didn't start telling my friends some of the things that I was concerned with maybe until two years into my relationship. Mm. So this shit has already been going on for two years. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like, he came over and he started looking through my phone. All my friends look at me like, are you crazy? not okay. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, 
What? I didn't like it either, right. but I let it happen. Right, and because he's my know, partner. I trust exactly. him. Like, and I know there's nothing on there because, like I said, I'm loyal. And she's loyal, babe. I'm loyal, babe. Plugging. That was a Love, Love Island, Island Love Island reference. Um, if you watch Love Island UK, you're yeah. my girl. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're friends you're, now. You're ding. Um, but. Yeah, so I had no issue with it because I knew you weren't going to find anything. Right. But the fact that you needed to do that. Why? What? Why? Why? And so I didn't realize I was even in a toxic relationship until two years deep. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's so difficult to be like, okay, at what point do you not tell your friends? Because I think that's why once I found a you, because I'm really thinking back on it, when he would do all that crazy stuff to me, he was my only friend. Like, I had my teammates and stuff, but, like, I wasn't confiding in them about my relationship. Like, I never had a person close enough that I trusted to confide in my relationship. So I think that's also why it's so important to have friends outside of your relationship that you actually trust. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. be with someone, and he have no friends, and you have no friends, and it's just each other. Because there was one night... I remember my poor little heart was shattered into pieces. He sent me this long paragraph about how he didn't want to be with me anymore and that I wasn't doing a good job as a girlfriend. I had done nothing wrong. Like when I tell you I did nothing wrong, I don't know where it came from. And I was crying in my bed like all night, like crying my eyeballs out. And the next morning he texted me. He was like, I actually changed my mind. That's not really how I feel. And I took him back like that. And I just think, like, if I had a like, you, you would have been like, okay, block him. Like, if that's how he feels, if he can tell you that he wants to walk away, then let him walk away. So that's why I feel like sometimes, like, if you do go out to other people and you tell them what's going on, they can point out the toxicity and you can get out way sooner than we did. And I think that's why, one, it's very important to have someone, if you're going to talk about your relationship, talk about it with only one other person mm-hmm. and you because you don't want your business out there first of all you don't want everyone knowing stacy did this with that's that. why social this media is, too is just, is just terrible. terrible social media never should be involved in your relationship ever and i just feel like like having that person that is just emotionally impartial right because for me like my friends obviously they're looking out for me mm-hmm. but they don't they're not madly in love with yo-yo they don't actually care right so me saying you know yeah he you know he did this this and this they're gonna be like leave right and where that is so hard for me to like recognize and recognize that i need to these are the actions i need to take i need to go i i couldn't i think me and yo-yo broke up about three times before it actually stuck and i was like do not talk to me delete my phone number I can't, like, speak to you. I had to unfollow him on everything, unadd him on everything, because I can't see you. I can't talk to you. I need to just cold turkey because I know it's bad. Right. And I'm in love with you. Right. So. And it's so hard when you've become so comfortable with a person and have fallen into a routine and, like, Mm -hmm. they know everything about you and they know your family and you hang out with them all the time. Like, it's so hard to break that cycle. But, yeah, especially when they know your family and there's just such good relationships throughout all the bases. Like, exactly. everything is, like, like you are family. Right. That's very hard. Right. But it, you need it. If it's, like, if it's as bad as it was for us. Yeah, you need to go. Leave. Do what's best if for If anything you. we're saying is resonating with you and your relationships, I'm sorry, but leave. <laughs> like, leave. Like, be so much better without them. Agreed. And I always say you need to do what is best for you and your peace. If it's not bringing you peace, peace. if it's not bringing you peace, 
like just har harmoniously merging with you if that is even a word but <laughs> if it's not just bringing you peace it you don't need it you don't need it you it's, don't it's it's your path to get to your goals whatever they may be and like we said before a partner should be in addition to that and if they're taking you off the track and now your goals are changing and you're less ambitious and you're making a lot of sacrifices, that is not your person. Your person uh -oh. is going to keep you on track. Your person is going to keep you focused. Your person is going to keep you level-headed. Like, there's this, like, tweet that went around, like, I think it was on Pinterest for a while, too. But it was like, this person to me feels like when it's raining and you drive underneath the tunnel and the rain stops for a second and you, you keep driving and then it keeps going like that little moment of peace like that's what that's what your person should feel like like literally like a lull and chaos where you feel comfortable and safe and just protected at the end of the day and lastly kind of just to round out the conversation um my last point that i had on here was recognizing the role that you play in your own suffering i think it is very easy to point the finger and blame and just not take accountability for your actions and for me personally identifying the toxic habits that I still have going into new relationships and just being self-aware and honestly just coming to terms with the fact that like sometimes you can't keep going in certain relationships until you fix you and you focus on you and you put the time into you because you were born alone and you're gonna die alone so. and i just think that like in these years of being a you know 20 something college student like it is so like important to find yourself mm -hmm. and these are the times that people mm -hmm. are finding themselves and mm -hmm. so just being self-aware like self-awareness like if you have that you're golden you're, you're ahead of the general population you're gonna go very far because just being self-aware being able to recognize when you are wrong, mm -hmm. being able to recognize when it's time for you to say something, mm -hmm. like, you, like, at least in these, like, relationships that we, like, came from, like, I do carry on toxic traits. Like, mm -hmm. he somehow managed to pass down some toxic traits. Mm -hmm. So, I need to recognize when I'm getting a little toxic mm -hmm. and when I need to cut it mm -hmm. and just nip it in the bud. Right. And I think self-awareness is huge. Yeah. And I think that only comes from spending time with yourself, mm -hmm. really getting in tune with yourself. It's okay to be alone, mm -hmm. sit in your room, journal. I keep a video diary to myself. It's kind of weird, but I feel like I'm the only person who understands myself sometimes. So I just talk to her and really just crying it out. Like crying is really, I feel like, not normalized in our society, but cry it out like screaming out we were screaming in the car the other day yeah we that were driving down so the good. highway windows down just screaming, screaming like just letting it out do that sound work and <laughs> let it flow i always say don't be afraid to feel how you need to feel mm -hmm. so sit with it sit with it if that's what you need to do to get back to being you do it right and handle your business. Handle your business. And as we always say, mind yours. Mind yours and keep it pushing. And so that is going to conclude our very first episode. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. And yeah, we hope you, we helped. And we hope that we can help you navigate toxic relationships and be able to identify them and get out and get safe. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys spending this time with us um, and giving Peyton and Nina a little influence of your day and we like she said hope you learned something hope you can carry this into your future relationships yeah so we'll talk to you guys later Bye.